and welcome to the Seekers Talk, where we talk about some of our favorite subjects related to art, science, and spirituality. We are your hosts, Shreyan Zaveri and Maziar Sharifian. In this episode, we're going to talk about constellations. It is such a fascinating part of our daily lives. Well, not daily lives, but in the night skies, you can definitely see all the stars embedded in the velvety blackness. And there are millions and millions of stars, and together, they form what we know as constellations. Yeah, but it's actually not millions, it's actually billions of stars. And uh, yeah, and it's, uh, so I mean, the science that studies uh, the, 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 the stars is actually, it's called, like everybody knows, it's astronomy. And uh, to just do, like uh, grasp how big is the universe, our universe is, is that just imagine, so uh, this is, I mean, we live in our solar system and just imagine we have like billions of stars in our Milky Way galaxy and uh, just imagine that's one galaxy so we have like billions of galaxies so the closest one uh, it's called Andromeda uh, the galaxy but j just imagine like just the Milky Way galaxy itself it's so like we see th these patterns in the sky the night sky but we have like billions of uh, galaxies like this I think in the middle of each galaxy is like a super black hole like a huge black hole as well which is kind of interesting but I mean in general uh, it's kind of uh, it's huge I mean and I think uh, in interstellar movie it's just uh, moving from one star to another star so it's kind of interstellar right so that's again it feels it's huge like wow we are just going move, going to another universe but it's actually like from one star to another star in our uh, milky way galaxy just imagine we have like billions of stars but how about their patterns right i mean can we interpret them in any way right so i think uh, we do, and that's that's called like uh, astrology. So, I mean, what is astrology, Shreyans? Astrology, as I at least as how I understand it, we also call this Jyotisha or Jyotish Shastra, and as understood by the ancient uh, Hindu scriptures. What and does texts, it mean, like Jyotish Jyotish Shastra? So, Jyoti means light, mm -hmm. and Shastra means scripts or texts or books, you know, written material. Uh, I see. So you are literally studying light, Jyotish Shastra. That's how it is. Oh, wow. So Jyotishi is a Vedanga or it's a part of the Vedas. And what's, what's a Veda? The Vedas are the most ancient Hindu texts. And uh, if you read them, they talk about philosophy, way of life. So, so Vedas is basically like an old uh, Shastra in a way, right? I mean, like an ancient exactly. Shastra. Exactly. It's, it's an ancient, it's five more than or around 5,000 years old. Wow. So they are really old. And back then, they knew astrology. They knew Jyotish Shastra. Of course, they might not have been accurate. They might have been accurate. But the very fact that they were looking into these things and they were doing these things 5,000 years back shows that their knowledge was way beyond wow. you know, their time. And an interesting thing I can tell you about this, uh, there is a branch of astrology, which is also known as the Hora Shastras. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, like Hora means time and Shastra again means, uh, you know, scriptures or something that you can study. Mm -hmm. So this is the study of time. And uh, if you know the word horoscope, where you oh, look at okay. your I see. prediction or future, wow. the root of the word horoscope comes from Hora Shastra. Hora Shastra. Wow. Mm -hmm. And uh, well, astrology is like a tool, I think, right? It can be one factor in explaining events or behaviors, among, of course, many other factors. Uh, so, you know, you can say that people who are born in July or August are like... Yeah, uh, yeah, that's my question. Because usually people who are like mm -hmm. really into science and they call like uh, astrology like pseudoscience, like quote unquote. Mm -hmm. uh, is it mm -hmm. like just 
is it is it like for instance we are born both in august does that mean mm -hmm. like bo like we are identical right i mean of course not right <laughs> yeah of course uh, i mean there are there are many other effects with respect to a person's birth but uh, everyone is born in a certain time and in a certain space and when that particular person is born the celestial bodies in the sky are also in a certain way and you know we always end up talking about the sun sign but then there's so much more to it. We have the moon signs, we have the rising oh, sign. Okay. So, so these this August, for instance, mm -hmm. is just a sun sign, but we have like moon sign and yeah. rising sign, yeah. right? Okay. Moon sign to the same thing, rising sign, and all of this can be calculated by the location and the exact time of your birth. I mean, and we can delve deeper into this, but that's going to be an entire another episode on that. Yeah, but it's but it's so sad that I, I mean, I you see like like scientific communities like like really like conveniently like dismissing this whole yeah. like concept of astrology. I think it's not based on any evidence. I think it's based on ignorance because uh, it is. Yeah, because they, they are not disproving anything. If you really wanted to disprove it. You can just fund mm -hmm. it. You can just fund the research and say, okay. And and it's not exactly. e it's it's not like just go and check people who are born in the same month or even in the same exact location or the same same mm -hmm. timeline location. No, because yeah. over time uh, you change, right? I mean, uh, nurture can change you, like uh, like so many factors, or even uh, like specific genes of like people, uh, like your father yeah. and your mother. But but. I think what I would suggest, for instance, they can just check the moment of birth. So when your mm -hmm. body gets from the passive mode to an active mode, when it's coming out of yeah. the womb, at that moment, mm -hmm. they can just maybe capture, uh, what is it, the brain frequency or maybe the DNA. Yes. Uh, because mm -hmm. uh, it's like just almost, I think, if I'm not mistaken, 99% of our DNAs are common, but it, there's like a 1% that's called 1%. like DNA fingerprint. But uh, mm -hmm. again, I mean, over time, uh, there's a process I think called uh, DNA methylation that over time yeah. it changes, not the sequence. Mm -hmm. But I mean, the moment of birth is important, and they can just they, they, they can just fund it. I mean, if they they want to disprove it, yeah. they fund and they fund the research and just check uh, like uh, newborns in the, the same totally. locations and see if there are like some common like similarities. And uh, and then uh, when they see there's nothing, for instance, they can just say, mm -hmm. okay, we did our best and we can prove it. Yeah. Okay. It makes sense. That's research-based evidence. Yeah, that's research-based. Yeah, exactly. But I think they might be doing it maybe behind the curtains. <laughs> really? It's possible. Okay. Uh, okay. I mean, who knows? But uh, I always like uh, uh, think of that uh, a famous quote from uh, J.P. Morgan. Millionaires don't need astrologers, but billionaires do. So, I mean, who knows? Maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is disappointing. As you said, uh, astrology, just it's, it's called pseudoscience, as you already mentioned. And uh, you can't do that. You haven't funded, you haven't studied it. You don't even know what it means. You don't know what it says. And uh, they also, the, like the scientist or the scientific community fails to recognize or understand. And to add that, mm -hmm. I mean, we are not saying like you need to just fund any, like research anything, like no, whatever. Not at all. This is like, a, as mm -hmm. you said, like a 5,000 years of uh, like a, like it's a, a legit information, system, yeah. right? Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. Like, like a system. Exactly. And uh, I mean, think about it, right? A lot of modern concepts, okay, are actually rooted in the same astrological scriptures. Uh, and so many civilizations, it's like it, this, these scriptures have been spread over and have been studied by so many different people and civilizations like the Hindu civilization, the Persian civilization, the Greeks, the Romans, something as simple as uh, I know for a fact that 
in the Hindu and the Sumerian scriptures, they have described the solar system and the correct number of planets as we know them today. And this was done way before telescopes or any other device was invented. I, I know of like the, the Dogon people as well. They're like really interesting in um, Africa. Yeah, there you go. So they, they charted all these systems and they mapped out all these, uh, you know, constellations and et cetera, et cetera. And yes, they might have been wrong or, you know, they might have wanted to say it in a different way and we understand it differently today. But uh, we cannot just refute it. Like these scriptures are ancient. They are 5,000 years or even more you know, old scriptures. So speaking of like 5,000 years scriptures, I kind mm -hmm. of reminded me of uh, a concept of the uh, the great year and great month. So uh, hmm, what's that? So so basically there's a uh, there's a concept called like I start with the science. So there's something called like precession of equinoxes. It's uh -huh. uh, it's actually a wobble of the earth so mm -hmm. it's the earth mm -hmm. doesn't spin exactly on its axis there's a little bit of bubble so oh, the way to yeah. uh, visualize it so it's always like hard to visualize these things over pod like in podcasts when you're just talking about it but i do my best but mm -hmm. it's like just just imagine a spinning top or uh yeah and nowadays kids maybe they have like gyroscopes who knows uh, yeah. but <laughs> so it's it's called the gyroscope effect but when when you're like just uh like spinning a uh, spinning top is you uh, if you look at it it doesn't just rotate exactly on one axis doesn't spin it mm -hmm. i mean over time it it's gets into like a circle and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger until it stops right so the yeah. earth the earth does have that but it's not like huge it's like it's like a really small uh, and it's wobble. happening on both mm -hmm. the north and south pole because it's not on the ground like a spinning top so this wobble it uh the duration of a whole circle like a 360 degrees is mm -hmm. approximately 25000 years Got takes it. for earth to rotate and so i mean right now we are looking at the uh, at north and it's uh, it's like um what is it the north star or uh, mm -hmm. polaris but i mean mm -hmm. uh, thousand years ago it was it was an, another star or it was even like in an empty space in space Got it. Th there were mm -hmm. no stars but i mean uh, so it's it's kind of changing but this cycle it's called great year so this 25000 mm -hmm. years okay and uh, so we have like great month as well, which is approximately 2000 years. So if you just uh, like divide this uh, to 25,000 years, which is a year into 12 months. Mm -hmm. So we, we have like 12 months of like uh, 2000s. Um, and so w why this is fascinating is it's, it's because it looks like uh, the earth is going through change through changes mm -hmm. the same way we go through change when we're like circling around the sun uh, uh like with seasons but uh i want to mention that this these changes they are not like uh instant changes so as yeah, you look at the gradual. seasons yeah it's gradual mm. uh, so if you look at, look at the seasons it's not like the th today's uh, uh like winter and you wake up tomorrow it's like it's a spring <laughs> it's not gonna be like that yeah, yeah. exactly so they, they call this change actually a cusp so it's actually like a cusp mm. and it's like a gradual change so if a season can change over a period of uh, i don't know a month uh, uh -huh. two weeks three weeks uh this change of uh this gradual change of the great month and the great year can take up to maybe 100 years Makes sense. Yeah, yeah so many scholars or researchers they they even say like the 2012 the year of the uh, the end of the world of the mayan calendar mm -hmm. it was actually mm -hmm. the end of this month so because yeah again uh, the mayan uh, people they were like in in the same month that we are living in right in 2000 years mm -hmm. so it, they mm -hmm. were actually actually yeah. mentioning the end of this month which which is 
the age of Pisces. So, uh, which is which is yeah. So so right now we, we used to be in age of Pisces, and we mm-hmm. uh, uh, we are going into the next age. It goes backward. So we used to be in Aries. Uh, mm-hmm. Now we were we, we, we were in uh, Pisces, and now we Pisces. are beginning to get into Aquarius, the age of Aquarius. Or it's interesting you bring it up because uh, two days back it was the Aquarius full moon, oh, which wow. means we officially transitioned into the age of Aquarius on the third of August. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> many people would like feel like some changes are happening. Yeah, I felt it. It's yeah, exactly. It's it's like seasons. Mm-hmm. So what what is equinox itself? Because we call it procession of equinoxes. Uh, yeah, yeah. I get back to the science a little bit uh, because that's mm-hmm. kind of important as well uh, which is like so we have like a concept of equinox and solstice so we have a, a, a winter solstice and summer solstice mm-hmm. so it, which means like when you look at the sun uh, first of all we are, imagine we are in northern hemisphere so for the audience mm-hmm. uh, who are living in Australia or North uh, South America it's, it's going to be the opposite yeah, yeah the opposite yeah. but I mean when you look at the sun goes uh, like uh, in, in an arc motion uh, mm-hmm. Just imagine move this arc go up and down like uh, make it like the radius like bigger or like smaller right so it uh, yeah. so over time like um, uh, during uh, the year uh, it goes higher it gets to a stop uh, that's gonna be summer solstice so solstice mm-hmm. means still so it goes uh, into a halt uh, it Got is it. still so that's the longest day in summer. Hmm. And then it goes down to goes the down winter solstice, yeah. which is the, the longest it. night, right, of the year, and yep, uh, yep. and that's that's going to be the winter solstice. But when it's in the middle, which means kind mm-hmm. of we are aligned with sun with and the that's sun. That's the equinox. Exactly. That's like the uh, autumn equinox or uh, the spring equinox. Spring equinox, which is like twenty first of March. But I remember it very well. I mean, some people might mm-hmm. forget it, but I mean, because uh, in Persian calendar, the the twenty first mm-hmm. of uh, March is the beginning of the year we celebrate that okay. day uh, but yeah. what i want to mention about the celebration is the we call it no ruse which means mm-hmm. like new day uh, but Got it's it. the no ruse it's actually a moment interesting it's not a day so okay. it's not a, it's not a day it's not like a, a, a t- tonight at midnight so because it, mm. and that makes it more uh, profound because uh, everybody on earth it's it's like a it, it, to a second it's calibrated calculated yeah, yeah it's calibrated yeah. every year so to a second they say those this is the moment of the new year so that second everybody on earth was celebrated it's not like just a new year it's like just midnight in wow. japan midnight in uh, asia midnight in so it's not different moments for different people it's just one moment for everybody in, on earth uh, and that uh, is super and interesting. it's it, yeah it's that. yeah it's and it's like the persian calendar is pretty accurate about these uh, like the cycle which kind of reminds mm-hmm. me of a exactly a couple of days ago i was just actually listening to a podcast like a joe rogan podcast and uh, his uh, guest was uh neil degrasse tyson and uh, uh-huh. if you want to reference it was like a joe rogan clip and uh-huh. so in that uh, clip it's it's about him like saying i'm not an atheist uh okay. his uh, neil degrasse tyson was talking about it but at some point he was like just because he's fascinated about calendars and time and astronomy mm-hmm. and stuff like that so mm-hmm. uh, at some point he said like yeah the the, the 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 revised Julian calendar is the most accurate calendar in the world and so I was just okay no it's not I, I, I don't think so I mean actually Joe Rogan as well he was kind of surprised mm-hmm. he said you sure this is the most accurate one yeah and unfortunately I mean I'm, for too many people they don't go research they, when Neil deGrasse Tyson says, says something it's, it's fact yeah. 
it's it's well he didn't do his research yeah <laughs> so, uh, but so yeah. I, 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 to be honest at some point i thought maybe i'm wrong so i went and google it mm-hmm. and uh, the persian calendar which was invented mm-hmm. two millennia before uh, christ so it's a, it's it, between yeah. 3000 to 4000 years old years it, ago yeah yeah years ago it was invented and it, it the error is less than a second or actually a second per year the error wow, but the that's re- accurate, man. but but that's the accurate. but the revised mm-hmm. julian calendar that was a, a kind of revised in 1920s or 1923 i think so it's all mm-hmm. it's just 100 years old uh, it's it's not as accurate as that it's actually 2 second per year has an error which mm-hmm. is kind of uh, like again it's not the yeah, most accurate it off to entirely yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so but apart from this i want to talk a little bit about art as well like the paintings the old scriptures is that mm-hmm. the uh, so we we talked about the uh, the concept of the great year and i talked yes. about like we, we we are being in the pisces it's yeah. very interesting because every 2000 years it looks mm-hmm. like we are being governed by each of these symbols as well so uh to give you an example is like for, th- for mm-hmm. the past two thousand years we were governed by the symbol of the fish so yeah for instance in christianity um we have uh, uh the pope where the hat it wears it's it's a it's a fish yeah. head we it's had the fish. fish head in the beginning of the like two thousand years ago as well in sumerian ancient mm-hmm. sumerian the fish heads like fish hats and uh even uh, the uh, uh, jesus himself in the stories he's we, we ha- fishing for yeah like mm-hmm. fishing uh, and just multiplying and so um so you see the symbol and mm-hmm. if we go backward so the, mm-hmm. the 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 other two religions that were like kind of competing like they like like the same like uh islam and christians like uh, the holy wars mm-hmm. so we used to have like mithraism and the people who were like following like zarathustra or uh, zarathustra zoroastrianism i think right that's what it's called yeah yeah, yeah. Wow. and i and i did not know that mithraism is actually derived from the persian or like it has a persian origin yeah there's that's a cult yeah yeah there's yeah. a cult in um, there's like a small group of uh, people in like roman empire that uh, borrow the concept of uh, yeah, mithraism yeah that's what comes into my head like because if you look online yeah yeah exactly wow. many okay. pe- and many many people don't know about like mithra at like it, it was actually a persian god and it was actually mm-hmm. a major religion uh even before like uh like uh those uh, like during so it's it's even older than um zoroastrianism it's even older than wow. that and uh and again i mean there are like some some concepts from uh, mithraism they borrowed and kind mm-hmm. of combined with the living of the jesus christ like yeshua and they kind of invented okay. christianity because i think uh, mithra mm. uh, the persian god he had like uh, i think uh, 12 disciples okay and he well, he was born in uh, 21st of december and there are like mm-hmm. so, so many things that so many uh, like atheists similarities yeah yeah so yeah. many atheists would even just ignore the whole uh, existence of Jesus they were like saying it's a it's a there was like a like a documentary called Zeitgeist that based on these uh-huh. concepts it was like just kind of completely dismissing Jesus, the existence of Jesus Christ no that doesn't it. necessarily do that it's it's yeah, just yeah, yeah Christi- like um, Roman Empire invented Christianity based on Mithraism mm-hmm. and the like uh, Jesus, but Jesus Jesus was a real human being and he was crucified, Person, right? Yeah. So yeah. the Mithraism mm-hmm. it was really old. So it, in a way, Mithraism uh, was in the beginning of the great month before uh, this month we are in. 
So mm-hmm. the month, be- the great month before we are uh, in, it's like 2000 before BC, right? So it's Got approximately it. at the same time that Mithraism came, like, came to be. And mm-hmm. there is actually uh, like a sculpture on the wall uh, of Mithra slaying a bull. Interesting. Signifying. Yeah, a yeah. bull is, is, is a symbol of Taurus. Taurus. So they were mm-hmm. like entering the, the, the age of Arius. Uh, so mm. in a, it, 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 that kind of symbolizes that it was like slaying uh, the previous religion, the previous symbol that was bull, that was Taurus, the great month, and that they were mm. entering the, the great month of Arius. And I would predict that we're going to see the um, Aquarius sign, the symbol, mm-hmm. uh, maybe eventually i mean uh, it's gonna go it's gonna yeah, show up i'm sure maybe a new religion who knows i mean it's gonna it's gonna happen in a new yeah, uh, it's really interesting how these things pop up all around us right like it's uh, you see representation of uh, as you said sculptures on the wall and some other art and some colors and here and there like it, it, it's like uh, it, it's uh, I think even there are some colors right uh, I, if I'm not mistaken oh yeah yeah, yeah I mean yeah it's, uh, I'm gonna just mention it quickly but I think it's it's we can mm-hmm. talk about it for the whole another episode but it's oh, like yeah, just, it, it can be a new yeah episode. yeah but I mean in, again in Mithraism it's like there are like three main colors in, uh, in their society mm-hmm. there was like just green white and um, red red was for soldiers green was for farmers and white was for royal people and you see okay. these three colors in uh, again uh, in Iran in, in the flag even in Italy you can see these um, mm-hmm. colors uh, which can be related to Roman Empire being uh, initially Mithraists and yeah, uh, yeah. even you can see it in um, uh, in Christmas the colors of like the, the Santa Claus and Christmas so you can yeah. see these colors being uh, really emphasized in these cultures which can be related yeah, to totally. Mithraism but I mean this is fascinating so, these using these colors right yeah as you I mean like as you said the sculptures on the wall the colors and all, I think all this also definitely translates into the arts into daily art exactly. and pop culture and everything around us uh, I do remember I mean going back to constellations and all of these things we also have something called as nakshatra. It's like the study of the celestial bodies. Mm-hmm. And in many temples and palaces back home, we see like uh, nakshatra art, like on their ceilings or their domes from the inside, they paint these uh, nakshatras. Like nakshatra is like a house, in the, like a celestial house under whose influence you are born. Oh, wow. And, uh, and they, the they were like on the walls, then, right? I mean, they were like in the buildings. Yeah. Or? on the buildings and the walls on on the domes of temples like from the inside so when you're look when you're inside a palace and you look up it's as So if, Michelangelo was it like Michelangelo like when painting like uh, the ceiling of uh, was it Yeah like, painting so, the ceiling exactly So so yeah. I think it's but, the same so mm-hmm. he got inspired by those uh, I guess paintings Maybe because uh, that happened way after all these paintings were done so def- maybe it's possible that he was inspired by all this and wow. like the even more interesting thing about these artists was like they saw the they saw the entire night sky as a canvas and uh, when you see the stars spread over the canvas they connected these stars in the night sky you know as a constellation and as a as a house under which you're born and all of that and of course there is a little bit of transcendence of logic here of human understanding here we don't understand these things entirely uh, but I mean, then, you know, like the entire universe transcends our understanding. But speaking of the universe, the question is, how did it all begin? That's a big question. And there are like, obviously, many theories talking about this. And yeah. uh, the famous one being obviously the Big Bang Theory. Everyone knows about mm-hmm. it. And mm-hmm. interestingly, uh, in old scriptures and cultures, 
you see a kind of a reflection of these modern scientific theories. And hence, let us talk about how all of this came to existence in our next episode, which is going to be the beginning of our universe. So that's going to be our next episode. Yep. I can't wait for that episode because that's really important. The Same beginning again. of our universe. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Thanks again for tuning in, uh, listening to us. And uh, until next time, stay safe. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in and uh, stay safe. See you in the next episode. Bye-bye. <laughs>